first jobs or careers. But I felt some measure of self-loathing and deep insecurity for being in a profession that didn't engage my mind, that seemed to be due to no accomplishment of my own, but rather to the alchemy of the genes endowed to me by my parents. I wasn't feeling guilty or bothered enough, however, to do something about it until the flow of work slowed down. My schedule also made it easy for me to travel around the globe with Salman for awards, literary festivals, and red carpets, but it was unpredictable, and work came in waves. It was hard to plan dinners with friends and then have to cancel them at the last minute because some shoot or modeling job came up. And bookers at modeling agencies don't eagerly continue to push for work for capricious girls with catalog and lucrative ad clients. I was luckier than many of my colleagues making that same transition, because at least I had this roof over my head, and a beautiful roof. Still, I was anxious to make something of myself beyond modeling and prove my worth to my family back in India. I knew they were happy for me. My modeling had brought me much financial success, and it also brought me home to them in India more often. But I'm not sure I would call what they felt about my work pride. The thing that gave me the most satisfaction was cooking. In my kitchen, I felt happy. I felt confident. Eventually, I got around to signing another contract with my publisher, who had been asking for a second cookbook for quite some time. That was right before my marriage to Salman. I had been tinkering with recipes for a few years, but my other writing always took me away, as did those intermittent auditions. I would stop everything I was doing to study my lines or finish an article on deadline. I also had, of course, to sit home on these occasions instead of accompanying my future husband to the many events he developed an appetite for attending. Salman's movements had been so extremely curtailed and limited by the fatwa and the entailed security issues that now that he was free, or freer, to go about his business, I found he was making up for lost time. Who could blame him? At first it was fun going to all those events. I met so many wonderful people I would have never had the occasion to come across. I was modeling, acting, writing, and now about to embark on getting another book published. I was also trying to develop another show on food. It became difficult to manage it all. When I was cooking, I felt the hours slip by. I was never so happy as when barefoot in the kitchen with my hands sticky and my hair smelling slightly of grease. My schedule was erratic and unpredictable. It was a bummer to stop what I was doing in the kitchen, shower, and go to auditions for a part that I knew I probably wouldn't get. I should have been happy to have the audition. Wasn't it what I wanted? Hadn't I studied for a chance to do precisely this? My acting work was picking up. I had just been cast as Princess Bithya in ABC Television's new version of The Ten Commandments, which meant I would be away for five weeks in Morocco filming. Salman grumbled about my being away that long. Coming to visit me in a Muslim country was not a possibility either. Indeed, the producers hired two security officers to accompany me 24 hours a day the whole time I was there. Both of them were named James. I felt embarrassed because I was the only actor who needed this precaution due to my personal life. But you know, I was relieved that the producers were willing to hire me in spite of this additional expense. I still wanted to find a way to combine being in front of the camera with my love of all things culinary.
I wanted to do another show about food and culture. I'd loved doing Padma's Passport, but I didn't want to do another how-to show. I took to hosting Planet Food like a duck to water and found I was actually pretty good at it. I had a glorious time doing that show. Being thrown on Italian TV when I was at the tail end of my modeling days as part of Dominica Inn taught me so much about hosting. You had to be quick-witted and ready for anything. You had to gauge the set and your guests and adjust accordingly. The adrenaline rush of having no script and being on live TV suited me well. I learned so much on Dominica Inn that I still use to this day. I wanted to go back to TV as a host and do another show on food. I met an executive at E! Network in L.A. who suggested I meet with her friend in New York at Bravo. I was an avid watcher of their show inside the actor's studio, and I knew they had had great success.